And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land. As always, I'd like to welcome my friend Rich. Rich, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Mike, and also welcome to those watching us on YouTube. Uh, wherever you're watching us, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, as it always helps the algorithm and also uh, gives us some feedback on what we could do a little bit better yeah. um, as we're doing this show. So, Mike, it's uh, it was, it's your birthday weekend. Happy birthday. Um, we called you. You were having calzones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Calzones out in Spirit Lake last night. Yep. Um, what else is planned for the weekend? Uh, we're doing barbecue today at uh, at a, the best barbecue joint around up here, at least. Uh, it, it's arguably one of the better, like, it's some of the best barbecue I've ever had. Uh, it's um, it's a guy. It's a guy who I've become friends with. Uh, runs a runs a uh, barbecue truck called Back Alley Barbecue. So I'm gonna go over to Spirit Lake and pick that up. Probably come home, eat it, and uh, just relax. I don't think we're doing much today, but went out to Good Sioux to Falls you. yesterday with my folks, so that was fun. So, how how you guys doing? Uh we're doing good. Kind of, uh, kind of not really doing a kind of a little bit of a quarantine, just taking it easy, trying not to uh, be around too many people before we fly down to uh, Texas next Saturday. Yeah. Um, so just sort of taking it easy and also just sort of getting things ready to uh, uh, to make that flight down uh, down to uh, Austin next weekend. Yeah. So program note for everybody watching that um, if you want to watch us live next week will be a Friday night show. Um, so, yeah, let's Friday night for Memorial Day and then uh, we'll let you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Three day weekend next weekend. That's right. So, Mike, this week's show, we'll be uh, going into uh, NASCAR, uh, not only talking about the races, but also looking at where the playoff standings yep. are at going into the All-Star break, as well as talking about the week in Chicago Cubs baseball. What else are we talking about this week, Mike? Um, so we got uh, some playoff stuff, recap stuff kind of to talk about, and uh, we're going to go horse racing. And much more. All that today. But first, Rich, let's roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, Rich. So this week, uh, man, um, we had a poll question that didn't go real well. Did no, you vote? No, no. I, I voted. Did and, you vote? And I voted. And that, was that it? And we only had two votes. You know what? We'll have weeks like that. We'll have weeks like that. And, um, and uh, so, so, Mike, who, it was who talking baseball versus talking softball by the Simpsons. I voted for talking softball for all the reasons so I talked about last week. So, with a hundred percent of our two-vote poll, talking softball wins. 
This week, um, we are doing racing songs. Kind of. Now, one of the songs directly not, I mean, it's actually not about racing. They use racing as the metaphor. Uh, and the other one, some of the other, they're all kind of fun. Uh, so, the two that I put on the list, The Distance by Cake. Most people know it as Going the Distance. Uh, and then Jerry Was a Race Car Driver by Primus. All right. I'm going to go with Sammy Hagar's I Can't Drive 55 and the Brooks and Dunn song Sunday Money. Okay. So that poll will go live probably after we get off the air as we were kind of putting it together before uh, before we even uh, press the go live button here. Yeah. Um, so we're going to keep making uh, – so, Mike, what's coming up next? It's some left turns. And after that, Rich? Uh, probably some more left turns because we're going into the NASCAR corner, presented as always by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois, down on Fifth Avenue, or you can check them out on their eBay store. So, Mike, last week we were in Kansas for the yep. Advent Health 400. Yeah. Um, Mike, your pick of Martin Truex Jr., came in sixth place my pick of kevin harvick came in 15th your race winner was kurt bush getting his first win under the under with uh 23 xi yeah 23 11 uh 23 yeah 11 23 11 coming in clutch uh team looked good those cars are fast uh look for them to start making some runs at some stuff they got a great driver in Kurt, Kurt Busch. Hopefully he can teach Bubba Wallace a little bit. Bubba is a great driver himself. Uh, just needs some uh, some sanding around them edges. And Kurt Busch has spent a bunch of time in NASCAR where he has, uh, has kind of just been beat up both in the press and, that, and with fans. So, And that was a cool paint scheme that they oh. gave him for that car, too. Looking like a, a bottom of it, looking like an Air Jordan shoe. Yeah. So hopefully that's not the only race we see that uh, that paint scheme at. So that was pretty cool. Yep. Um, this, so week, they, uh, this week we're heading into the All-Star Weekend. Um, Rich... You gonna watch it? Do you, do you mind? Do you care about the All Star Race, or is that just one of those things that you just let happen and don't care? Um, I'll probably watch it. Uh, my wife and I have gotten into watching it mostly, um, well, mostly because I've just gotten I've I enjoy watching NASCAR to see how my fantasy NASCAR team does, and also to see how my driver does against yours. But we've also taken an interest in the Fox pick six contest of win Clint Boyer's money. So we always try and uh, both my wife and I get in on that and to see how many we can do, see if one of us can do better than the other Ooh, in that. We've fun. never come close to winning, winning, winning uh, Kurt's money, Clint's money, but uh, it, it's been fun to do throughout yeah. the NASCAR season. Good. So because this is the all-star race, there are no playoff points allowed there's uh so we're not going to do points between the two of us unless our driver wins and then you so only get one like, point you don't get two you only get one we're going to only do one if the driver wins if your driver wins you get one point okay just like one million dollars if if the actual driver wins yep okay i can agree to that i think i 
I could have swore we did two last year, but that could have been because I won and I said, no, we're doing two points. Look who gets two points. So we'll only do one point if our driver wins. Mike, you're you're on another winning streak. So who are you going to go with for the all-star race in Texas? I'm going to pick a guy who, who this year hasn't been great, but been real good. Look for him to – he needs to, to get his year and season started off right. Look for – or started off uh, – get get that that freight train going that he had last year. Look for Kyle Larson. I like the Kyle Larson pick. It, it's That's who I was going to pick if you didn't, if you didn't grab him up. Um, he won both Tex- – he won both races at Texas the last time um, last year the all-star race and then the playoff race at Texas and, but no driver has ever won three NASCAR all-star races in a row. Mm-hmm. Kyle Larson would be going for his third in a row since he did not get to race in the 2020 all-star race due to his suspension. So yeah. I'm going to go with that could be working against him, but probably not. Uh, so because Kyle Larson's off the board, I'll go Kyle Bush who's uh, has pretty good odds to win in Texas, and those Toyotas have been running really well like the last couple races, too. Yeah. So So before we leave the NASCAR corner, let's take a quick look at the NASCAR playoff pictures since it is the since it's going into the playoffs. Um let me bring up those playoff standings real quick. So your overall points winner only though he's although he's only won one race is Chase Elliott, followed by William Byron, Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Truex, Hamlin, Kurt Busch with a win, Chase Biscoe, Austin Sendrick, Christopher Bell, Kevin Harvick, Eric Armarola. Um, just below the cut line, the three below the cut line are Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, and Eric Jones. Okay. Do you think any of the guys below the currently below the cut line could get above it and get in with a win? Um, no, I mean, I don't see any of those three getting a good win. I don't. Do you? I, I don't know. I mean, they, I mean, I don't know if it's the broadcasting team always seems to talk about every race. They seem to talk about, like, Tyler Reddick is almost there. Just needs to put together an entire race, and he can get himself a win. So, I mean, he, I could see Tyler Reddick getting in. Um, maybe Bubba Wallace, if he can get in on a win, because the Toyotas are running good, and he's had some. It seems to me like Bubba has almost been a, he either does really good or he does really bad. There's really been no in between where he just like finishes. He's either he's either running top five the entire race and finishes in the top ends the race in the top ten, or he finishes fifteenth or worse. Yeah. So I mean I could see Bubba Wallace sneaking in with a win and maybe even Daniel Suarez, but that's really about it for me. Um because of how well Trackhouse has done, Suarez could get. I could see Suarez getting in with a win. Did, wait, did you have? Who did you have as those three just below the cut line? Um, 
right now the cut line is Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, Eric Jones. Okay, and Eric Jones. I did not hear Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon could win. Can win races. Austin Dillon can get a win. Okay, he can get a win. Yeah, because I mean, right now I mean Bisco doesn't have a win. Bisco, uh, Bisco Bell, Harvick, Amarillo, Hamlin, Truex Jr. Truex doesn't have a win yet. Blaney doesn't have a win yet. Here's a real fun one. And again, I, it, I mean, what happens if more than 16 drivers? This is a question I've had for years. Mm-hmm. What happens if more than 16 drivers win a race? Then it comes down to points. Is that what they say? Because yeah. if winning a race is all that it's about, to get like if you win a race... Isn't the rule if you win a race, you're in automatically? Yes, but I don't know How if do they've you... ever had a season where they've had 17 different winners to where a winner technically doesn't qualify for the playoffs. I mean, the playoffs don't start for a few weeks still. I mean, we're, we're a ways off still. And we have one, two, three, four, five. We only need five more different drivers win races I think Truex will win a, win a race I think uh, Austin Sendrick could win a race I think 13. You, have, you have 13 races and Sendrick has already won the race he won the Daytona 500 so I didn't say Sendrick I, I, I said Austin Dillon oh yeah Dillon okay I, I heard Sendrick but sorry uh, Dillon can but win if you a met race. Dillon that's fine Harvick can win a race honestly I think um, I think if you look down even further down, Brad Keselowski, he's in yeah. 31st. He can win a race. That's three. Um, Bubba Wallace has the potential that he could win a race. That's four. We just need two I mean, more guys. And I mentioned I mentioned Reddick and Suarez maybe getting to win a race. And don't we have a Daytona race coming up? You got one more, yeah, because you have you have a day you have a race on Daytona is the last race before the playoffs start. Who knows who's going to win that race? Anybody can win that race. Justin Haley could win that race. Yeah, you got some road course. You got what three road courses before the playoffs start? So that could be a win for Chase Biscoe, who's a really good road yeah. course racer. And who, well, but he's above the cut line right now, but a win would secure, could secure him a spot in the playoffs. And Suarez is pretty good on the road course. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you got enough races and you got enough. We theoretically could have 20 people win races by the end of, by, by the time playoffs happen. What's NASCAR's plan for that? It comes down to points. I think that's what it should. I think that's what conceptually should happen. But at the same time, they say that it has that a win guarantees you a spot in the playoffs. Yeah, that's how they market it. So, so if a win guarantees you a spot in the playoffs, and you you gamble on fuel mileage at the end of a race, let's say you're let's say you're David Reagan. You really don't have a great shot, but you are technically <clears throat> you technically are allowed 
Let's do, do somebody a little bit. Let's go Cole Custer. Cole Custer is one of those guys. Yeah. Really, right now, he's pretty much out of the out of a good, real life shot and making the playoffs. We'll use him. He's a guy. He has a top five finish in the year. He's a decent driver. Let's say the end of the race comes and he, he plays a fuel mileage game. Wins a race. Let's say he wins Daytona. There you go. Let's say he wins Daytona. But winning Daytona, he's the 21st driver to win. Or even if he's the 17th driver to win. Right. Because maybe he but because he wasn't consistent and didn't wasn't the most consistent during the regular season, he misses the playoffs even though he has a win on on his on his docket. Then their statement that winning the playoffs guarantees you a spot is a lie and they have to change it. I think they have to let 17 drivers in and then you just your first cut gets you down to your eight. So they just add a first yeah, so they just add an extra driver to they the add first a, cut as many extra drivers as it takes. Otherwise it doesn't make sense. So that's my thoughts, that's my opinions. I don't know. No. But I, I like that. Um, how we do it on the fantasy NASCAR side, Mike, since there is no points to be gained with Texas as fantasy NASCAR will not be active and will not be uh, participating in the Texas all-star race. Well, Rich, funny you should ask. Cause I don't so have, I have it pulled up here. Um, um, I have first place right now overall with 2374. <laughs> Dupo is up to second place with 2177. The Funkhouse is in third with 2163. The Easers are in fourth with 2126. Mike, you're bringing up the rear with 1882. Well, last overall. week didn't help me as Funkhouse took the win. Rich, you took second. Dupo took third. Easers took fourth. And I took fifth. So, yeah, that did not help me at all. Okay. Rich, this has been the NASCAR Corner, presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs on Fifth Avenue Moline or on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Okay. Let's keep making left turns. Talk about the Cubbies, which actually not a terrible conversation this week. No, not at all, Mike, because they went four and three from show to show, bringing their overall record to 15 and 23. Yeah. Mike, I predicted them to win two games. You predicted one, and they came away with four wins. Yeah. Going on a bit of a win streak. They, um, a bit of a win streak this coming week, winning two out of three in Arizona and taking the first two, two out of three with two out of three with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Went before dropping f- the next two to Arizona. Yeah. Went on a four game win streak and then dropped a few. So, okay. This week we have two against the Diamondbacks, four against the Reds. Rich, how are they going to do? I'm going to give them three wins. Yeah, you know, I, I think mean, I think that's a they're... valid guess. In fact, that's what I said before the show, but I've changed it, and I have some reasoning. 
Okay. First, what'd you change it to and what's your reasoning? Four wins. All right. What's your reasoning? I think they can win three out of four versus the Reds. And they okay, just and need one against them? the Diamondbacks. They're at home. They, yeah, I think they can do it. They'll get at least one out of the out of the Diamondbacks and three out of the Reds. We'll, they'll be good. I mean, speaking about the Reds, let's go into this next topic already. The Reds pitched a no-hitter this week, Rich. A combined no-hitter. How awesome is that? It's a combined no-hitter, which we've discussed on the show. It doesn't count as a no-hitter, but yeah. it's a no-hitter nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, they combined no-hit. But guess what, Rich? They lost the game. That is correct. Starting pitcher Hunter Green got the bases, got a bases loaded walk in the in the in the Pittsburgh half of the eighth. The reliever, Dave, the manager calls for a pitching change, and the reliever induces a fielder's choice. A fielder's choice ground ball, which allows an unearned run to score. An earned run to score, which doesn't count as a hit because it was a fielder's choice. Yeah. I, oh man. And they still took the no-hitter and got the, and they still completed it as a no-hitter by not allowing a no-hitter. Um, I No, that would have been it because they wouldn't have had to have played a ninth inning, a, a bottom. Yeah. A bottom of the ninth. So, yeah. Yeah, I... The funny thing is, it's not the first time that's happened. That's the sixth time in history that's ever happened. Well, yeah. Even better, though, that's the team we're facing this week, Rich. I'm okay. I feel good about a three-win week against them, and if they can pull one out against the Diamondbacks, that's four wins right there, baby. I I just don't... I don't... Look... The Diamondbacks... The the Cubs just aren't playing as well at home, and the Diamondbacks are back to being who we've said they've been like very streaky teams so. yeah but it's gonna it's cooling off in wrigley it'll be a chilly day today it'll be a chillier day tomorrow yeah but that also hurts the cubs bats too yeah yeah that does you're i'm not that's that's a good point but so i'm giving them three wins i think but when i originally wrote up the outline um Earlier in the week, I was thinking, yeah, they can get four wins, and then I then I changed it to three before we went on the air, before we finalized it and went on the air. Yep. So hey, I'm, I'm going to go realistic and go three. Exactly. Okay. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, though. It wouldn't surprise me if they could get the four wins. I'm just going to go, I'm, but I'm going to go three and uh, be pleasant and be maybe not surprised, but um, I, I, I guess you'll I'd take rather the wins be right. You'll take them. Yeah, I'll take the extra wins, but I'm going to go with what I think they're actually going to do. Okay. Um, This week, uh, so, Rich, none of my teams are in the NBA playoffs. No, as you uh, lost the Suns over last weekend as the Mavs defeated them four games to three. So your NBA teams are off. Um, I only have one alive as the Bucs were eliminated by the Celtics. Four to three, and that was happened even before we went on air. Yeah, on last Friday. So the only team that we have alive between the two of us is the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, who so, uh, eliminated the Grizzlies. Yeah, the Warriors are playing the Mavericks to uh, tomorrow night. 
the Warriors are up two games to nil uh, over the Mavs. Uh, we'll see what happens when Luca wakes up. Apparently, Rich, uh, how's the Eastern or yeah, how's the Eastern Conference final? The going? Eastern Conference matchup is the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. Their series is tied one to one, with Game Three being tonight. So obviously, you're taking the Warriors as that's who you picked to advance. Yeah. Uh, out of the West, I like the Mavs. I I feel like Luca. Let's see what they're gonna do. I'll pick Luca on that one, and the Mavs. Uh, who do you like Celtics heat? Um, I'm going to go with Boston. They seem to be a really good team, good team this year. So, and, but being the heat are just as good. So they've had a good run of a good run of success here lately and they play good team defense. So sometimes, uh, a good defensive team can, uh, can slow down an offensive team like Boston, especially cause nobody plays defense in the NBA anymore. Um, yeah. I that defensive play of the Heat really makes it tempting to pick them, but man, Boston has been good for a few years. This might be their year to just show everybody who they are. So, all right, going out on the ice, Mike. Uh, your t- both of your teams were eliminated in round one. Yep. As the Maple Leafs were eliminated by the Lightning, four games to three, and the Wild were eliminated rather early. Yeah. As we've already discussed, how well, how many games they lost in. Yep. My two teams are still alive as the Avalanche uh, beat the Predators, and their series is their second round matchup is tied with the Blues, and the Hurricanes moved on and beat the Bruins in seven games, and they're currently up two to zero on the New York Rangers. So, uh, yeah, so that's... I'm feeling good about that Stanley Cup Finals matchup of the Avalanche over the Hurricanes. Yeah, that looks like you're you're looking good there. I like that matchup too. Um, so, yeah, look for those games on TNT and TBS uh, as well and ESPN. as ESPN. Okay, um, so on to quick hits. So, Rich, I guess The Rock watches our show. Or you guessed really good on how on what he should do for I, uh, no, getting rich, the broadcast rich, rich, deal. Rich, rich, rich. We're gonna take it that the Rock watches our show, right? Like that's that's how we have to do it. The Rock watches this show. Why? Because he listened to me. I said you need to get on ESPN and get on Sports Center. They got a deal done with ABC, ESPN, Disney Plus, uh, so you can watch games on. If you have the family suite of uh, of ES of the Disney Plus bundle stuff, um, you can watch games there, and uh, so that will get them on Sports Center. That's what's going to happen. ESPN, if they if you if you get them to buy in on your product, they will milk that baby dry, which is why uh, you know it's hard. Some of the guys, some of the big name analysts, it's been hard to get them to come there because they don't want to. So it's been talked about. Charles Barkley um, called, and I don't remember who it was. I want to say it was, I'm not even going to guess. Charles Barkley called somebody and and was like, man, you got to come over to TNT. The, the guy was being pursued by ABC, ESPN. They were being pursued by everybody. 
and and the guy asked Charles, why why should I come to TNT and TBS? Man, you just show up, you do your show when it's your time to do your show, and then you leave. That's it. You don't have to do six shows a week plus, plus, plus. You don't have to make all these appearances. You don't, that's, that's not what you do. ESPN loves to milk their talent dry. They love to milk their content dry. That's why when they had WWE on the on the station on the show or on the on the yeah, on the station, guess what they talked about all of a sudden? What became a sport, Rich? The WWE, even though I don't remember them being <laughs> being a being um being on the ESPN family networks, but I'll go with it. But yeah. But yeah, that's what they do. So Okay, um, what is next, Rich? Um, Mike, it's time to, um, I think the Preakness is a black-eyed Susan, and uh, so it's time to go racing. So uh, we said that uh, Rich Strike, the winner of the Kentucky Derby, is being held out of this race, so there's no triple crown. But I think people will still tune in, even if there isn't a triple crown. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, so Rich, who are you picking? I'm going to go with Secret Oath. Okay. I am going to pick the front runner, not just because he's the front runner, but because, uh, that's who I was going to pick anyway. Epicenter. He looked good in the Derby. Let's see how he does in the Preakness. Um, that race is today on NBC. Check it out later today. Uh, today, Saturday, the 21st, by the way. And then uh, the next race, June 11th, the Belmont Stakes for the Triple Crown. That's the next time we'll talk about horse racing. Rich, what is well, we'll it? We'll talk about it. We'll, well, we'll talk about it next week. That's true. Rich, what's it time for? Uh, Mike, it's time for a spoiler alert because we're going to be talking about the Masked Singer, which had its finale this week. He's in finale last week. So if you hate this segment of the show, guess what? It's the last week we talk about it for a while. If you love this segment of the show, I'm sorry. It's the last time we talk about it for a while. If you don't want to keep... haven't watched this, and if you haven't watched the Mass Singer season finale yet, and you've avoided the spoilers up to this point, it's okay to tune us out now. Yeah. Just like, we'll see you next comment, week. subscribe. Tell people that we are nice about it, and we don't just say spoiler, and then say, the so-and-so is who, who they are, and they won this thing. We give you some time. We let you fade out. We let you realize, oh, crap, they're going to start talking about it. I got to get out of here. We do all the things for you. We got your back. Anyway, okay, that seems like we've drawn it out long enough. If you haven't hung up by now, too bad. Okay, uh, so. <sighs> the Firefly won. Why? I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Re- I think I don't if she know, didn't I still win, don't know who she is. I think. <laughs> never mind. I'm not even going to say it. I think if she didn't win, she would have huffed and puffed and not done the take it off in the way they wanted her to. And she just would have ripped her mask off right there and said, fine, you guys suck and walked off stage. Like that just seems like hmm. the type of person she was throughout the entire season. Or she would have needed to have walked off a stage ball of the confederate stuff so she could collect herself yeah, I, before coming back on stage to be on mass. Yeah, it was dumb. 
Uh, I don't like her. I don't. What was her name? Um, Ty. Oh. She's married to some NFL player that just won the uh, so uh, the celebrity Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that show. Whatever, whoever that is. I don't know. I didn't watch that either. No, I, I really haven't watched it either. Um, I haven't really watched Dancing with the Stars since the season of Gronk, David Ross, oh. when David Ross was on it. Um, I'm looking up right now. The Firefly was Tiana Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of her. It seemed like, I mean, as soon as she started, it, the feeling that I got when she sung her second song, singing a song by Robin Thicke, that seemed like, well, <laughs> there's your winner right there. Yeah. Because you know Robin Thicke's not going to tear her apart for singing his song. <laughs> she, so this is what I told Danielle. And she did a nice job. She this is did what a I told Danielle. She, she had a night that was. It honestly, if I only watched one episode and it was this week's episode, uh, I would not have cared who, who won. All three of them did a great job. Um. And in fact, uh, I think I think the uh, the Frog Prince w- was the third best in the first round of performances. I'll say yeah, it. I can agree with that. His show is it wasn't really all three of them. All three of their performances really weren't for me. weren't show stopping. Pull out all the strings. Season finale type performances. Um, they were good. They were all good. I don't think they were great. But the second round of singing, I thought, uh, I really did think that the ringmaster was going to win. I really did. Uh, she didn't. Um, and the ringmaster was Haley. Orianata. I don't know how you how you spell how you say that last name off the top of my head. Uh, she plays Erica Goldberg on the ABC sitcom The Goldbergs. Never seen it. You guys, you guys the, like that show, don't you? Yeah, I, I like the show. She sings on the show as her character has been in and out of pursuing a music career. Yeah. So oh, it makes sense. They mean the, and she was also a competitor on the first season of the X Factor. Yeah. As well as she was a part of a group that got formed to compete on that show by, with uh, Paula Abdul, by Paula Abdul. Yeah. Um, and then uh, finally reached third place. The, uh, the, the Frog Prince, American Horror Stories own, uh, 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 Cheyenne yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Um. Now I just want to call him Wyoming. Yeah. So I mean, so taking off who was competed on this entire cast of this season under the masks. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was a very 
star-studded cast. Yeah, it seems really. like they're starting to to get. I mean, is I, it starting because they've been doing this for what seven seasons now, or, or is it getting harder to find people to come onto the show? Because you know that you can't talk about being on the show or you can only share that you're doing this show with a limited number of people like family or family. If you're working on another project, you can't tell them that, hey, I'm, I'm going to be doing this show. That's why I can't. That's why I have. That's why I need to be yeah, away I... from this show for this time. And you can't. Yeah, I don't know. Talk about, is the commitment to doing the show limiting who they can bring on there or is it they've never had as... a list celebrities current a list celebrities no and i'll give you that it's been people that have maybe been out of the limelight as singers for quite some time so i i don't know i think it was fine it, i was not upset either way um yeah it's kind of hard not knowing who some of these people are but they had some decent names throughout the rest of the year so I can give them a pass. I'm good. It's whatever. All right. I was just surprised. I was not with who they were guessing for everybody. I was expecting bigger name celebrities to get unmasked and um, to kind of be like head scratching and singing who? But the ringmaster who lady on a girl season finale. She's kind of a I mean she's kind of a big name. Kind of. I don't know. Like I said, I, there are plenty of times that I don't know who's on, who the people are. I have to look them up. My wife has to look up nearly everybody. It's still fun to watch the show, um, mm-hmm. but uh, she started a diary of of who I'm guessing because she wants to. If I get them right, she wants to tell me. But I get mm-hmm. more of them wrong than I get right. So I'm like everybody else in the world. Okay, Rich. Overall on the season, what did you think? Um, I liked it. I'll still continue watching it. So, yep. I mean, I didn't necessarily like the format that they used this year. As See, far as the, the clue package format was kind of off this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. The clue package I really format didn't was like off. That. I, I really did like all of Group A, all of Group B, all of Group C. That format I loved. I don't need Group A for two weeks, Group B for two weeks, Group. C for four, three weeks, group B for two weeks, group A for two weeks. Like that whole thing just screws everything up. I don't like it. But yeah. this A, B, C, let's go all the way through A, all the way through B, all the way through C, totally fine with. I liked it. Yeah, I, I can get behind that because, I mean, the first couple seasons you would go into every single week not necessarily knowing who was going to perform. Yeah. And which was a little bit of, of it, a problem. On which, top which of it, does it mean... you, the first season, it was all the same people. There wasn't any difference. When they started getting big, they you're right. That's when they, they started splitting them up in groups and you never knew who you were going to get. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I like the... I don't like the good, the bad, the cuddly. That's dumb. Yeah, I didn't really like that either. And... But and, I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad it didn't turn out to a finale being good, a bad, and an ugly. Even if the people on there, 
even though I think you could have easily had a good, a bad, and an ugly from each oh, one yeah, of those yeah, groups yeah, 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 yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah. As I mean, I still think that there were other people better than the Firefly in Group A. Yep. Yet didn't make the finals. Yep. So, okay, Rich. Um, so real quick, who was your favorite performer, winner or not performer? Who was your favorite performer this year? With the songs that they sung, maybe it's the costume. Who'd you like the most this season? Huh. You you obviously have one, so give me yours. Uh, mine was the thingamabob. I really thought that yeah. he did really well every single week. He got to perform. I was kind of disappointed he didn't get to move on. Um, I also like the space money. Yeah, that would probably have been mine. The space money was probably mine. Uh, I think he did great, but okay, folks, thank you for joining us this week. Um, thank you for all the birthday wishes that you've sent out. Uh, if you are watching us on Facebook, you want to catch us somewhere else. Uh, we should be anywhere where you find your, uh, podcasts. I need to work on it. I know I'm behind. I'll work on it today. Uh, and then, uh, Rich, if they're listening to us in their car, but they want to see our faces, but don't have a Facebook, what should they do? Um, check us out on, on YouTube where, uh, we get our, where we upload our weekly live episodes on that channel. As well as if you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on the podcast, you want to be able to interact with us. Give us a comment. Give us a comment on the uh, live episode. Always check us out on Facebook. So just make sure to uh, like or follow either Balls and Sticks or fans of Balls and Sticks on Facebook. And that's where you can also find our weekly poll questions. Okay, Rich, any shout outs this week? Um, besides yours for another happy birthday, I also got to wish a happy birthday, uh, to, uh, my sister-in-law, Ashley Couture. Yeah. Who's got a birthday coming up. Yeah. Okay. Folks. Uh, we also want to shout out Ron Collins. His birthday was yesterday. He's a baseball guy. He loves baseball. He works at a baseball stadium. Anyway, uh, we will see you all next week. Uh, Friday night. We'll let you, you will. Well, you'll see the live notification. Rich, what's it time to do? Mike, let's go ahead and roll that outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.